From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, November 19th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. For the first time since the beginning of the pandemic, a county has moved to level four or purple on the COVID-19 public health advisory system, marking a grim milestone in Ohio's battle with the virus. The Ohio Department of Health reports Franklin County has been elevated to the highest level of emergency. This coincides with a stay-at-home advisory issued by Columbus and Franklin County officials yesterday. Governor Mike DeWine reported all 88 Ohio counties are considered high incidence and that no county is at the lowest alert level of yellow. Nearly 3,900 people are currently hospitalized for treatment of COVID-19, nearly four times as many as were tallied at the first peak of the virus in April. DeWine reported even the county with the lowest rate, Vinton County, is twice the CDC's definition of high incidence. Mercer County's rate is more than 12 times higher than the same CDC definition. That stay-at-home advisory issued in Franklin County yesterday will be in effect for 28 days. Andrew Kinsey has the details. It's not in order, which means it's not enforceable. But health officials want all residents to avoid having guests over, avoid traveling out of state, and not leave home unless it is for work, school, to pick up food, or for a medical appointment. You are not immune. Your family is not immune. Your neighborhood is not immune. We can do this. We've done it before, but it will take commitment from everyone. The advisory will go into effect Friday at 6 p.m. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Likewise, the public health directors of at least five Ohio cities and surrounding counties have issued similar stay-at-home advisories to slow the spread of the virus. Here's ONN's Dave James. Officials in Columbus, Cleveland, Toledo, Akron, and Dayton issued stay-at-home advisories for 28 days to residents in an effort to slow coronavirus spread in those high-incident areas. The advisories also recommend not having any guests in homes, including on Thanksgiving Day, and to avoid traveling in and out of state. Exceptions would be for essential needs such as medical care, groceries, medicine, and food pickup. Dave James, ONN News. Governor DeWine said yesterday he will veto a bill sponsored by Republican legislators to strip him and his health director of the power to issue health orders during a pandemic. Kevin Landers explains. Passage of HB 621, which now moves to the Senate for a vote, further illustrates how DeWine's own party is turning against him when it comes to his policies dealing with COVID-19. For members of the state legislature to pick this time to say, oh, no, we can't protect the people of the state of Ohio is just horribly misguided. Now, another bill targeting health orders will get consideration next week. House Bill 618 would prevent the governor and his health director from issuing health orders and that the legislature first gave it approval. From the State House, Kevin Landers. Republicans in the Ohio House are weighing a proposal to further expand the state's gun laws, including allowing guns in more places. More from Karina Nova. The proposals are coming in changes to a House bill now in committee. One proposal would expand Ohioans' ability to stand their ground from residences and cars to businesses. Another provision would allow 18-year-olds to receive a concealed carry license and with that to purchase firearms. And an additional measure would ban schools and universities from penalizing employees or students who carry a concealed weapon legally. Karina Nova, ONN News. Ohio's Republican U.S. Senator says he's not yet ready to refer to Joe Biden as the president-elect. Dave James has more. Portman says several states are close enough that it's right to take a closer look as President Trump is doing. I think it's 
in the interest of the country, which is terribly polarized right now. Anybody who cares about that, which I hope is everybody, <laughs> we shouldn't be so split, so divided, uh, will allow this process to proceed, again, expeditiously. A Politico morning consult poll shows 70% of Republicans don't believe the election was free and fair. Dave James, in News. Initial jobless claims increased in Ohio last week. Tracy Townsend has the details. That's the third straight week we've seen a rise in unemployment. The week ending with November 14th saw nearly 25,000 jobless claims filed in the state. More than 254,000 Ohioans filed continued unemployment claims and over 236,000 people filed for pandemic unemployment assistance last week. The state says it has now distributed more than $7.3 billion in unemployment checks. I'm Tracy Townsend. Cincinnati City Councilman and former U.S. Senate candidate P.G. Sittenfeld is now in FBI custody. He's charged with accepting bribes in exchange for favorable votes on development deals. The U.S. attorney says someone came forward with information and the FBI needs more people to do that. We need people to, to come forward. We need people to do this. We're not going to, you know, we don't have FBI agents just kind of walking around undercutter FBI agents. It's not like the movies, you know, so we, we need people to come forward and give us this information, give us this intelligence so we can act upon it. Sittenfeld is the third council member from Cincinnati arrested this year on corruption charges. School districts across the state of Ohio are experiencing a unique issue related to the pandemic. Teachers are out sick or quarantining, and there aren't enough subs to fill in. Krista Frost has more from Licking County in central Ohio. At Newark City Schools, Superintendent Dr. David Lewis says while there are only four positive cases among staff, the main issue is... We have multiple students and multiple staff members that are quarantined. They get subs from a few different places, one of them being the Educational Service Center of Central Ohio. Currently, we have about 2,100 active subs in our pool. This time last year, we had about 2,800. So we'd be down about 700 compared to last year. The plan, keep an eye on the numbers and take it week by week. In Licking County, Krista Frost... And the stay-at-home advisory issued by Columbus officials yesterday is having an impact on Ohio State football and other Buckeyes sports. Dave Holmes explains. Family members will not be allowed to attend home games in the future. Now, of course, the general population hasn't been allowed to attend games all season, but the university was allowing a small group of close family and friends. That is no longer the case for this weekend's game against Indiana. Ohio State tells us they will reevaluate this decision before the final home game of the season, which is December 12th against Michigan. But this rule will also apply to all the indoor sports for the rest of 2020. At Ohio Stadium, I'm Dave Holmes. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.